0: Hello and welcome to Voices of Blue Scope, the podcast where we meet the people who work behind the scenes at Blue Scope to create strength every day. I'm your host, Martin Feld. Thank you for listening. In this episode, we meet four people at the Port Kembla Steelworks in Australia who are working in electrical and mechanical roles. Aidan Grindle, Bradley Hino, Naomi Alves and Stuart Kerr are all at different stages of their careers, but they each have one thing in common. They all started at Blue Scope as apprentices. We chat to each of them to understand what it means to train as an apprentice or learn a trade and where it has taken them. First, we meet Aidan, who works in a mechanical maintenance role. He explains the need to multitask across various processes and projects to support Port Kembla's 24-7 steelmaking operations.
1: So currently we're standing in the BOS, basic oxidizing steel making. This is where we get the raw iron from the blast furnace and we start turning into steel. So we start charging with scrap steel and then the raw iron from the blast furnace gets pretty much dumped on top of that and that's when all the magic happens. All the magic happens. All the magic. (laughs) Fantastic. So when you use a word like magic, I assume you
0: enjoy working in this area. What's it like to be in this part of the steelworks?
1: Um, it's definitely interesting. Um, there's a lot going on, a lot of, a lot of fire and sparks, I suppose. But um, no, it's pretty interesting. Work across a variety of different departments, so I get a variety of different jobs that come through, and and um, it, yeah, just the variety is what keeps me in the job, I suppose. It keeps me excited. So, what is your role exactly that that
0: allows you to have such variety and work across different areas?
1: So my current role is on shift maintenance. So we run with a pretty small crew of um, three mechanical fitters and three electrical tradespersons and one team leader. So pretty much we are on call 24-7. We do four 12-hour shifts, two days, two nights. Once something happens with operations, operations will give us a call saying, this is what's, what's happened, can you please have a look? And from there, we'll go and have a look and find out what actually went wrong and try and repair it as best as we can.
0: Is it stressful to work in maintenance? Because when I hear a word like maintenance and you have to be on call like that, it sounds like you have to be a jack of all trades and a master of everything.
1: Yeah, so it definitely keeps you on your toes. So because you're not set in one department and you're spread out across you know, various, there's no two machines the same really. Once, once you get the call and you go there and yeah, you have to think on your feet try and figure out what actually went wrong, start with your troubleshooting, and then uh, hopefully um, diagnose what actually went wrong so that way you can fix it. Now, I understand that you were an apprentice here in Port Kembla
0: until recently. Can you tell us about that path, how you started and what brought you to this position?
1: Yeah, so what got me on the path was um, I got sick of my day-to-day job that I was in and uh, noticed that Bluescape was hiring apprentices. So, like everyone, I submitted uh, my application to Blue Scope and then it was a five-stage process and I was one of the lucky ones in the end. And then from there on, I started uh, at TAFE for two months, two months you do everything from your basic hand tools all the way up to your basic fitting and machining and then from there that's when uh, they release you to site, once you go from site you spend anywhere between six to twelve months in in a different department every time. And in that way it gives you a variety and a really good insight to the plan. And what were you doing before you joined as an apprentice? So before I started my apprenticeship I was uh, a scaffolder rigger for a local company and uh, I'd been working with them for nearly six years and then um, just didn't feel like it was for me so I started looking elsewhere and yeah lucky enough I fell into an apprenticeship with BlueScope. When you were doing your apprenticeship what kind of what kinds of tasks were you doing day-to-day what things were you learning in conjunction with tape so the day-to-day jobs as an apprentice you obviously start with your smaller ones and work your way up so your smaller jobs might be basic servicing of gearbox and machines so it might be just as simple as changing oil or you know doing a bit of greasing and stuff like that so until you get your plant knowledge and then once you build up that plant knowledge then you go into your main you know, mainstream, where you could be fitting major bearings, you know, servicing major component components of machine like hydraulics and pneumatic systems and stuff like that, so that's where it starts to get really interesting and exciting, you have to think a lot more on your feet and uh, yeah.
0: Perfect, so now that you've finished the apprenticeship and you've explained the variety of tasks that you have to do, is there a particular type of work here that you really enjoy doing? some sort of problem solving or hands-on task that you enjoy more than the others?
1: Yeah, so the, the main thing I like is the the whole fixing aspect of it. Being able to break something down, figure out how it works, find out what actually went wrong and um, being able to diagnose that problem and then actually fix it. So, sometimes they're a simple job and it might be just as simple as, you know, cleaning a machine out, it got a bit too much dirt for the, the sensors and then um, Putting it back into service. Sometimes you have major failures, and then you, it's, that's when it gets really interesting. because you've got to source what what spare parts you need, you know what tooling you need, and it could be stripping a gearbox down, pulling it out off a crane, and you know you're hanging you know a few stories off the ground from a crane, and you know and then you've got to try and get that gearbox off that crane and then back in into service and get it underway as soon as possible. Yeah, that's what keeps me interested keeps the brain working, I suppose. But um, yeah, that's what keeps me interested.
0: We meet a lot of people across Blue Scope with very different roles. But where do you see yourself fitting in that process of making?
1: That's an interesting question. I suppose the important part to making steel is actually having a functioning pro- uh, plant. So for, for as long as the plant's running, we're making steel. And if something goes wrong my job is then to help get in there and fix that and that's where i think that's a very important key role because if you don't have someone here fixing the plant then the plant doesn't run you don't make steel and so just big snowball effect so i think my role as a maintenance fitter is quite key so
0: so really you're making the making possible
1: yeah uh, definitely definitely assisting that so um there's definitely a, a very a wide range of knowledge in the plant from the amount of people that work here. I'm pretty lucky to be with a very experienced crew and um, they've assisted me in my transition from my apprenticeship into my trade role now, so.
0: For anyone who's considering applying for a role at Blue Scope, maybe becoming an apprentice just like you were, what pearls of wisdom or pieces of advice would you give if they're thinking about it?
1: My biggest thing, you know, looking back now was the, the whole maintenance fact of being able to strip something down and fix it under my own, you know, own power, it was um, the biggest thing to me. It gives gives me a good feeling at the end of the day. Anyone that in that same position that you know likes fixing things, especially in the mechanical aspect, um, I definitely think this is the best place because of the variety you're going to get. It's not your same nine to five job where you're pulling a car apart, and putting it back together. We're playing with you know a lot bigger components, a lot more you know, machinery is around, a lot more moving parts, you know, and it's just your big heavy industry which is more exciting.
0: Next up, we speak with Bradley. He completed an electrical apprenticeship and elaborates on the challenging task of keeping power flowing in such a gigantic, integrated facility, simultaneously using older and newer technologies.
2: So my role is a power control officer so our purpose is to make sure everyone in the steelworks has power, pretty much. So we're trying to make sure everyone has reliable power, make sure the power's the right voltage for what they need. Also deal with anything that trips off. So we're talking about integrated steelworks here, lots
0: of different systems working together. Is that? stressful, providing power to all of these different places? What's it like? What's the experience?
2: Occasionally it can be stressful, especially when things start going wrong. People really want their power back because people want to make sure they're making steel. So it can be stressful when everyone starts bringing up at the same time, but it's part of the job. Now this looks like a really
0: interesting room. Uh, I can see lots of different uh, dials, switches, screens.
2: Can you tell us a little bit about the space that we're in and, and the different technology that's around us? This building has been around for a long time, serving the same purpose. Uh, the tiles on the wall uh, represent the older way of doing it. We have analog ammeters and voltmeters. They give us instantaneous readings. Back in the day, that's how we used to switch our network as well, so we could open and close some switches from that mimic panel. Today, this is more just kind of symbolic of our network and the instantaneous values are still nice. Through the computers, we have a delay, which is not ideal, but you're always going to have that with computers. And behind us is the digital version, which is the uh, newer way of monitoring and controlling our network. So is it a bit of a a,
0: a mental leap to try to work between these two different eras of technology in the same room?
2: Uh, Not really, it was easier for me, getting trained up on both of them because when I got trained, both were here. Um, so it was easier to utilize both of them. A bit more about yourself. When did you start with Blue Scope and
0: what were you doing here when you arrived?
2: Yes, yeah, so I started my apprenticeship in 2014 and I uh, went to Spring Hill Cranes, and then, then the electrical shop, uh, the strip mill services and then the BOS followed by high voltage. Um, I then became a tradesperson in high voltage and then moved up to power control. The steelworks is a really interesting place because there are so many things in the steelworks that you're never going to see outside the steelworks. Some of the older technology you'll never see again and some of the newer technology you might never see again. So it's really the only place where you get to see everything. That integrated theme. again, everything is here if you want to experience it. Tell us a little bit more
0: about your apprenticeship experience. So you said you were doing high voltage, so that's electrical work. That's why you're wearing orange for anyone yeah. who's unsure about the color difference. Yeah,
2: this is fire rated. So especially when we're switching, we do up our collars. We don't want any exposed skin to potentially be burnt. So we wear face shields and leather gloves. That makes sense. Safety first. Yeah.
0: Going through, I assume that there was some rotation. What's, what's the experience for someone coming in, starting off as an apprentice at BlueScope?
2: Uh, the rotation scheme is really good because you really do get exposed to everything from maintaining a crane to installing a light to doing high voltage work. It's a really broad range of work, which a lot of people outside the steelworks don't get, whereas this is probably as broad as you can get. Okay. And what was one of your favourite things about
0: being an apprentice? Is there something that you learned particularly or a task that you
2: started to perform? Particularly in the early days, the rapid knowledge that you started to develop was really fascinating, especially to experience. You went from a topic that you hardly knew anything about to having a very vast understanding in about a space of a year. So that learning curve was really interesting. The workplace is different and you run into a lot of um, different people, a lot of different personalities. Almost everyone is unreal. A lot of them are really uh, very good with apprentices. They understand that there's limitations and um, help you get to the point that in which you need to be to do your job. I can't speak highly enough of the tradespeople here. Where do you see yourself fitting in that world of making things? Being a Sparky, we never really make anything, but we enable the making. So here we give the power to the strip mill so they can roll and the power to the BOS so they can tilt their, tilt their furnace, so we're just enabling everyone else to do it, but it's a important step without us, it doesn't happen. To wrap things up, for people who are considering becoming an apprentice, whether
0: it's in the electrical field or otherwise, what would you say to them if they're considering a workplace like Blue Scope?
2: When I was at high school, everyone kind of just assumed the next step was university, but going into a trade is a very doable option and it's unreal. And if you want to go to uni after you get a trade, you can do that.
0: It's time to meet Naomi, a maintenance team leader who also completed an electrical apprenticeship. In 2018, she was selected as the Apprentice of the Year at the HVTC Excellence Awards in Newcastle. She shares her enthusiasm for manufacturing and the value of learning new skills.
3: So currently we're in Stillhaven, so it's a little bit separate from the main Port Kembla Steelworks. We're a little bit up the road, but we're in electrical services and within the high voltage department within electrical services.
0: So what's the purpose of this area exactly? Where does it fit within the broader integrated
4: facility?
3: Blue Scope as a whole, it operates as a lot of little businesses, almost inside a big business in conjunction with each other to help the operation. Electrical services, we do a lot of maintenance around site with varying degrees. So we have four sections here, we have building services, we have the electrical shop which do motors for and around site for the process instrumentation and high voltage so the four of us we do site-wide maintenance in order to keep the plant running.
0: Fantastic and what's your exact role here today?
3: So I've just been promoted I'm currently the high voltage maintenance team leader here within electrical services and been filling this role for a couple weeks now and been within high voltage for four years or so which has been wonderful experience.
0: Well congratulations. Thank you. What was the journey that led up to this point? of you taking this role? I understand that you started as an apprentice?
3: I started as a first year apprentice through the Hunter Valley Training Company in 2014. The first two months of that was at TAFE doing a block release course From there we were brought out to the Steelworks and throughout my apprenticeship was able to go around different departments and different sections and learn different operations around Blue Scope. The good part of that is learn fundamentally how the business runs as a whole, able to learn from a variety of different tradespeople and able to learn a variety of different techniques and different sides of electricity and further develop myself to become a licensed electrician
0: and was the experience as you expected when you were doing that apprenticeship?
3: I don't know what I expected before coming in and I don't think anyone could ever realistically know what they're coming into but from the minute I came onto site I loved every single ounce of it it was just so much fun the works hard the works dirty but the people that I'm working with it's diverse workplace so I get to meet new people that I wouldn't typically ever meet I get to learn things that I'd never see myself and complete things that I'd never see myself completing so as a whole it's been the most wonderful thing I have ever and the best decision I've ever made Brilliant. so the wonderful thing is you're learning electricity for the first time so for me when I was learning it at TAFE and able to learn what I took from TAFE coming to work and learning it at work it seemed like magic it was just such a foreign concept and being a part especially for such a big industry and the more you hear the more you realise every little bit counts and every part Every single person has their role within creating the business. So being an apprentice and being a part of that, no matter how small your role is, you have these tasks you've got to go complete. Just being a part and able to you know, perform maintenance or perform new installations, and just collectively, everyone working together, and you see the end result going around the steelworks, the different departments. You, know, you go to the strip mill and you see the coils. The, the apprentices at the strip mill know that they've had a part to play in the steelmaking process
0: as you did that apprenticeship it seems like you had a really good impression of what you were doing and how that contributed to that process, is that right?
3: With my apprenticeship and especially going around the different sections you get to see different parts of plant and that you get to learn the different processes so I'll use an example as a third year apprentice I went to the blast furnace and the blast furnace manufactures iron so you get to see the process of the raw materials coming from the plant and raw materials so iron ore coming in its finest form and you see it and you see this actual iron getting made and you see it coming out as molten iron at the bottom of the blast furnace and just the whole process it's just absolutely wonderful and so I was there for 12 months and in those 12 months learned a lot about the engineering behind it and how it's made, why it's made and why we do the things we do which is wonderful and that's just an example of 12 months of my apprenticeship. Every different place you go to you learn a whole new diverse role in a diverse workplace, it's wonderful.
0: For people who are thinking about joining Blue Scope as an apprentice whether in the electrical field like you or elsewhere, what's the one piece of advice that you would to give to them if they're considering applying or maybe have their own doubts or questions.
3: Ultimately, if you want to do it, do it. So a lot of people have their own inhibitions and they think I'm unable to do this or for whatever reasons they hold to their own. Entering into the workforce, it was difficult for me to get my foot in the door, but with Blue Scope, when I applied through Hunter Valley Training Company, they just embraced me with up wide arms. Everything I wanted to learn, they taught me. I had no hand skills. I didn't know how to use tools, and they've taught me that whole process. Uh, ultimately, going in, I didn't know even how I was going to survive with that, and ultimately, if I can do it, I think anyone can do it. The really thing that you need to take into that is a can-do attitude. As long as you have the enthusiasm, you want to learn, and you want to be there, the business as a whole will collectively help teach you and develop you and create a beautiful, wonderful group of tradespeople.
0: Last, but not least, we chat with Stuart, who started as a mechanical apprentice and in 2020 celebrated 35 years of working at the Port Kembler Steelworks. Today, he is an Assets Manager at the Basic Oxygen Steelmaking Furnaces and has the opportunity to interview and work with new apprentices.
4: We're standing on the BOS operating floor and we're currently making a of steel. It's actually number two furnaces blowing the heated steel at the moment. It's approximately about halfway through that, that peak. And what's the significance of this place in the steelworks? The, we're actually the steel making area so we get the iron from the blast furnace and we actually convert the steel here and then it gets processed through steel treatment and eventually gets cast in the slab of the caster behind us. So in the BOS we've actually poured in anywhere between 65 to 85 tonne of scrap. Um, we then pour iron from the blast furnace on top and we use an oxylance to basically mix it all up and take the carbon out of the, of the iron. In that process we make it into a steel and then steel treatment actually fine tune it. They add the micro alloys and that sort of process and then it goes to the caster and gets gra- cast in the, grader, in the slabs required the, the width and the thickness required. What's your role here? What, what, what do you perform in this area? I'm the, currently the asset manager for the BOS area or the steel making area. Um, I've also got the shift maintenance crew as well. Um, and we look after the facility basically behind me at the moment and all the, all the units that actually go into making the Greater Steel. When did you start at Blue Scope and what brought you here? I started in 1985 as a first year um, apprentice fitter and turner at the old Steel Haven shops um, in Number One Works. Um, I went through a number of departments on the plan. I was at the plate mill in first year then the strip mill machine shop. I then progressed to the Diesel Loco shop and also the tractor shop which used to be here. Um, and then at one stage yeah, I was actually the BOS as an apprentice and when I finished my time I actually came back to the BOS as a tradesperson, so that was in about 1989. Um, shortly afterwards I uh, then turned around and got promoted to a technician role. Um, in 94 I got a staff role as a coordinator, um, from there out of various positions within the BOS area and in 2006 I went over to the slab yard um, as the plant maintenance engineer. And then in 2011, I came back as the asset manager for slab yards, slab handling and cranes. And I did a stint in steel treatment with steel treatment and ship maintenance. And then in 2019, I came to the BOS as the manager, asset manager as well as shift maintenance teams. So it's fair to say that you have a wealth of experience. You've seen a lot of different things throughout this whole process. I've seen a lot of different things over a lot of times, lots of changes. Um, over the period of time, and yeah, it's been very very good. I've always uh, liked uh, finding out how things work, and the fitter and turner apprenticeship really does that. You, you've actually got to diagnose, fault find, find out the problem, and then you need to work out how you're going to rectify, it. and that's it, very interesting to me. And those skills have lasted you throughout your time here? Yep, but... it has, and I've also been able to use them to guide and mentor other people as well. With, with that, I've been lucky enough to be part of the interview process the last couple of years for the apprentices, and what I tell them in that is, is day one is the day, first day of your job interview, and the second part is, is you'll get out of your apprenticeship what you put into it. So if you want to do nothing extra, you'll get nothing out at the end. But there's lots of other avenues you can go to. You don't have to stay as a fitter and turner apprenticeship or electrician apprenticeship. You've got a lot of avenues you can go down or just broaden your knowledge. So we've got a number of apprentices that actually work with us now, and they, they start off um, assisting tradespeople. And by the fourth year, we, I try to actually get them onto shift maintenance for a period of time, just to learn a different aspect of maintenance, because there are different different parts. But um, our apprentices are really good coming through and I think they've got a lot of knowledge and they learn that from our tradesmen and we mentor them up with.
0: That brings this episode to a close. Thank you very much to Aidan, Bradley, Naomi and Stuart for sharing their stories with us. Make sure to visit the show notes to find links to further content, including a focus on video of new apprentices with HVTC and Blue Scope who have started their careers with us in 2021. For other news and updates, go to bluescope.com, visit Bluescope on LinkedIn, or follow at Bluescope on Twitter. Thank you for listening to the Voices of Bluescope podcast. Until next time.